Good afternoon. Today is September 22nd, 2006. It's been a while since I've done an education broadcast, and I apologize, but I think this report you'll find very interesting. This is actually about the uh, impact of women in the fields of science and engineering and higher education. And I'm sure you'll you'll find this very interesting and, and I wanted to share this with you. Women face barriers to hiring and promotion in research universities in many fields of science and engineering, a situation that, that deprives the United States of an important source of talent as the country faces increasingly stiff global competition in higher education, science and technology, and their marketplace. Eliminating gender bias in universities requires immediate overarching reform and decisive action by our university administrators, professional societies, government agencies, and Congress. Women are capable of contributing more to the nation's science and engineering research enterprise but bias and outmoded practices governing academic success impede their progress almost every step of the way, said Donna Shalala, who is is the president of the University of Miami, and she was the former secretary of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. She says that fundamental changes in the culture and opportunities at America's research universities are urgently needed. Essentially, she's talking about that... uh, here in the United States, we have very little support and encouragement for women going into these fields. The report offers a broad range of recommendations, including the following important steps. Trustees, university presidents, and provosts should provide clear leadership in changing the culture and structure of their institutions to recruit, retain, and promote more women, including minority women, into faculty and leadership positions. If any of you have been students of mine, you've often heard me say in the classroom that we really need more people of color in, um, in the higher levels of education. It is too predominantly a white field, and those women that are in are white, which I am a white woman, but we need people of color to, to get access to communities that white people do not have access to, so I do encourage um, the, the, the recognition that we do need to bring more racial diversity into academia. Specifically, university executives should require academic depart- departments to show evidence of having conducted fair, broad, and aggressive talent searches before officials approve, approve appointments. And departments should be held accountable for the equity of their search processes and outcomes, even if that means canceling a search or withholding a faculty position. The report also urges higher ed organizations to consider forming a collaborative self-monitoring body that would recommend standards for faculty recruitment, retention, and promotion, collect data, and track compliance across institutions. University leaders, the report adds, should develop, implement hiring, tenure, and promotion policies that take into account the flexibility of faculty members may need as they pass through various life stages and they d- that do not sacrifice quality to meet rigid timelines. Administrators, for example, 
should visibly and vigorously support campus programs that help faculty members who have children or other caregiving duties to maintain productive careers. At a minimum, the program should include provisions for paid parental leave, facilities and subsidies for on-site and community-based childcare, and more time to work on dissertations and to obtain tenure. Forty years ago, women made up only 3% of America's scientific and technical workers, but by 2003, they accounted for nearly one-fifth. In addition, women have earned more than half of the bachelor's degrees awarded in science and engineering since 2000. However, their representation on university and college faculties fails to reflect these gains. Among science and engineering PhDs, four times more men than women hold full-time faculty positions, and minority women with doctorates are less likely than white women or men of any racial or ethnic group to be in tenure-track positions. Previous studies of female faculty have shed light on common characteristics of their workplace environments. In one survey where there were a thousand university faculty members, women were more likely than men to feel that colleagues devalued their research, that they had fewer opportunities to participate in collaborative projects, and that they were constantly under microscope. In another study, exit interviews of female faculty who voluntarily left a large university indicated that one of their main reasons for leaving was colleagues' lack of respect. Not surprising. If academic institutions are not transformed to tackle such barriers, the future vitality of the U.S. research base and economy is in jeopardy. And the following are some of the key findings. Studies have not found any significant biological differences between men and women in performing science and mathematics that can account for the lower representation of women in academic faculty and leadership positions in science and technology fields. Compared with men, women faculty members are generally paid less and promoted more slowly, receive fewer honors, and hold fewer leadership positions. These discrepancies do not appear to be based on productivity, the significance of their work, or any other performance measures. Measures of success underlying performance evaluation systems are often arbitrary and frequently applied in ways that place women at a disadvantage. Assertiveness, for example, may be viewed as a socially unacceptable trait for women, but suitable, suitable for men. Uh, I've often seen the term um, assertiveness versus aggressive um, often switched for, for how women are viewed compared to men. Also, structural constraints and expectations built into academic institutions assume that faculty members have excuse me, substantial support from their spouses. Anyone lacking the career and family support traditionally provided by a wife is at a serious disadvantage in academia. I, I, I've often felt, well, I, I could use a wife too, which I'm sure many of you feel similarly. With 90% of the spouses of women's science and engineering faculty are employed full-time. For the spouses of male faculty, it is nearly half. Interesting, huh? Here are some recommendations that came out of this report. University leaders should incorporate the goal of counteracting bias against women in hiring, promoting, and treatment into campus strategic plans. Leaders working with a monitoring body proposed by the report should review the composition of their student enrollments and faculty ranks each year and publicize progress towards their goals. Universities should also examine evaluation practices with the goal of focusing on the quality 
and impact of faculty contributions. In the past uh, decade, several universities and agencies have taken steps to increase the participation of women on faculties and their numbers in leadership positions, but such efforts have not transformed the fields. Now is the time for widespread reform. Um, the, the go on is, is um, the American Council on Education should bring together other relevant groups such as the Association of American Universities, the National Association of State Universities, and land-grant colleges to discuss the formation of the proposed monitoring body. In addition, honorary societies should review their nomination and election procedures to address the underrepresentation of women in their memberships. The report also recommends that scholarly journals examine their processes for reviewing papers submitted for publication. To minimize any bias, they should consider keeping authors' identities hidden until reviews have been completed. Um, this study was actually sponsored by the Office of Research on Women's Health at the National Institutes of Health. Uh, it also involved was the National Science Foundation, the Ford Foundation, and, and some other groups. But I did, I did find this very interesting, and I hope that um, it has stimulated some of you to consider a field in science, and, and for those of you in nursing to pursue your doctorate. Um, nursing, by large, and this is certainly my own bias, has generally had a weaker presence in most um, university settings, particularly in the research universities. It, there have been reports that said the salaries are not as high, and research such as this is a good way for us to have, um, to at least to bring in more, to educate our the university settings and the powers that be to help have us more of a more powerful voice on campus. So, I hope this has caused you to think a little bit. And those of you with young daughters is to encourage them. And and now that women are comprising more than half of those getting degrees in science um, and engineering, we certainly are in an opportune time to have our voices heard. Thank you and take good care.